Good morning, my friend. Hope you're doing well. We have made it through September, September 30th, and I hope you've been making good decisions with, along with us this month. And, and we've talked about how if we just made one good decision each day, our lives would be better, right? Well, I have unplanned surgery again this morning, so I got a little earlier start than I expected to. So I'm going to give you one more throwback episode. This one is a, a episode that we did back in season two called Managing or Changing, and it's a perfect way to finish September here. Are we managing things and just trying to push them down the field, or are we making a commitment to change them? When you know something needs to be changed, are you just are you just massaging it a little bit and trying to make it work, or are you actually committed to make it finally right so you can change your mind and change your life so you can become healthier, feel better, and be happier? I'm going to give you that episode back. Tomorrow we get self-brain surgery Saturday, something brand new. Lord willing, if the practice will ever calm down, I'll be able to bring you that uh, episode brand new tomorrow. Um, and we're into October, starting tomorrow. It's hard to believe. But uh, really excited to give you this idea. If you can just learn to commit to finally changing something instead of just pushing it down the field a little bit farther, it'll make a huge difference in your life, my friend. Here's the old episode. I'll see you tomorrow. You have a great day. Don't forget drleewarren.substack.com is the newsletter. And the prayer wall is always there for you. wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. You can leave a voicemail. Speakpipe.com slash drleewarren. And my friend, let's get after it. I'm going back to my office today and I'm going to see a lot of hurting people. And a lot of those people are going to want me to give them something to manage the pain that they're having instead of something that can really fix it. And so I have one question for you today. Are we managing our lives or are we ready to change them? We're going to look into that. We're going to make some decisions and we're going to get after it. And as always, we're going to start today. Hey, are you ready to change your life? If the answer is yes, there's only one rule. You have to change your mind first. And my friend, there's a place where the neuroscience of how your mind works smashes together with faith and everything starts to make sense. That place is called self-brain surgery. You can learn it, and it will help you become healthier, feel better, and be happier. And the good news is, you can start today. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, so glad to have you listening today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I live in Nebraska in the United States of America with my incredible wife, Lisa, my father-in-law, Tata, and the super pups, Harvey and Lewis. I'm a neurosurgeon and an author, and I'm here to help you harness neuroscience, the power of your brain, faith, the power of your spirit, and good old common sense to help you lead a healthier, better, happier life. Listen, friend, you can't change your life until you change your mind, and I'm here to help you learn the art of self-brain surgery to get it done if you like the show. Please subscribe so you never miss an episode and tell your friends about it. If you tell two or three friends this podcast was helpful to you, imagine how much good we can all do around the world together. I'm Dr. Lee Warren, and I'm here to help you change your mind so you can change your life. Let's get after it. I had this song in my head, and I think it probably inspired this episode. And it came from this story, uh, John chapter 2, 1 through 5, Revised Standard Version. On the third day, there was a marriage at Cana in Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. Jesus also was invited to the marriage with his disciples. When the wine ran out, the mother of Jesus said to him, they have no wine. And Jesus said to her, O woman, what have you to do with me? My hour has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. And of course, it goes on where Jesus turned the water into wine. And when they drank it, they said, wow, this is the best wine yet. You're a, this is a great party, a great event. You've saved the best wine for the end. Jesus changed the water into wine. And Tommy wrote a song about that. 
Uh, he actually did a whole concert that was the book of John. He wrote a, a song for every chapter in the Gospel of John. It's unbelievable, and you should watch it online. I'll give you a link to it. But the lyrics, uh, basically, the, the, the lyrics go like this. Water into wine, water into wine. He changed my life like water into wine. He filled me up with his grace and love. He changed my life like water into wine. Many saw the signs that he performed. Many trusted and believed in his name, and only he can meet our deepest need just like he did in me. Water into wine. He changed my life like water into wine. He filled me up with his grace and love. He changed my life like water into wine. He is the God who can do anything. So many miracles still he will bring, and only he can meet our deepest need just like he did in me. He changed my life like water into wine. Listen, friend, every day in my office, I meet people with terrible pain, and some of them are so scared of the fix, the surgery that could make it right, that they just want to manage it. They want a shot or a pill or a patch, something to mask the pain, to manage it, to push the ball down the field a little bit. And it dawned on me that we do that same thing with our lives. We don't want to fix what's hurting us, so we drink alcohol. We don't want to fix what's bothering us, so we spend money online or we watch pornography or we you know, we, we kick the dog, we have a fight with our spouse. We, we want to do something to push the pain away, manage the situation, deal with it some other way, but we don't want to, we don't have the courage sometimes to actually fix it. We don't want to do the work and go through the process, the pain, the difficulty of fixing it. We just want to manage it. Now, I found this weird verse, and it didn't seem to apply, but it dawned on me that it might actually apply. I was reading the Bible, because we're doing the Bible in 90 days, and we're two-thirds of the way done. But in Isaiah 51, I found this strange verse I never noticed before, and it says this, Isaiah 51, 1 in the NIV, Listen to me, you who pursue righteousness and who seek the Lord. Look to the rock from which you were cut and to the quarry from which you were hewn. Look to Abraham, your father, and to Sarah, who gave you birth. When I called him, he was only one man, and I blessed him and made him many. That's a strange verse, and you don't see how it applies yet, but let me, let me break it down for you. When we're dealing with our lives, sometimes we get kind of lost in the noise, and, and we just don't know what to do. And so we reach for something handy that makes it feel better. We, 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 we surrogate what's really the true fix for something easier or more at hand or what we think is going to be a better choice for us in the moment. And we, and we don't look for a role model or somebody around us who can show us a better way. And sometimes in our lives, we have a good role model in our parents. We can look at our dad or our mom and see people who did it better than we're doing it, and we can we can take their example and step up to it and and follow that path. You know, the Bible says if you raise a child in the way he should go, when he's old, he won't depart from it. We can look back to our parents and remember how we were raised, and we can get back towards that good example. But some of us though don't have a good example. If you're one of those people that, that you know, if your your mom was passive-aggressive or verbally abusive or your dad was, he beat you or he, he abandoned you or he didn't take care of your mom and he, and he didn't uh, manage their your family's finances well or, or your, he was an alcoholic or, you know, if you have parents that didn't set a good example, you may have a hard time finding inspiration from that rock from which you were hewn from the, the source of your life. If, if, so if you don't have somebody around you, a mentor, a friend, a pastor, a chaplain, a church family, a spouse who can help you, then maybe you don't easily see a way to get an example of how you can follow somebody else's lead and get better. But look farther back. 
Maybe you had a maybe you had a good grandmother, a good grandfather. Maybe you have to go back farther than that. Maybe there's nobody literally in your life. But friend, I'm just here to tell you that if you look far enough back, you will find a man named Jesus Christ. And he changes water into wine. He doesn't add some protein powder to the water bottle and shake it up and give you something a little bit different to make you feel a little better in the moment. He chemically changed the substance of what was in those vats and turned water into the finest wine. I don't know if you are a wine drinker, but but whatever the best possible bottle of wine that you could go buy in the world, that's what he made. It was better than that. They said, you've saved the best wine for last. God doesn't just cover it up, friend. He changes it. He wants to fundamentally change your life by changing you from the inside. That's the rock from which you are cut. So if you go far enough back, you don't have to necessarily find a, a family member or a friend or a mentor or a pastor. All of those people have some sort of flaw in them anyway, right? Nobody's perfect. But if you look far enough back to find that rock from which you were cut, you will find a person who says, hey, stop just trying to manage this and let's fix it. And a big part of the fix is self-brain surgery, right? Change how you think and respond instead of reacting to the things in your life that life throws at you. Change how you're wired. Let him change you into something fundamentally different than you are. And let me give you a couple of examples of things he wants to do in you and for you. A little bit farther down the road in Isaiah, in chapter 61, here's a nice passage. He wants to give you something, not just a pill, not just a patch, not just a little something to make it feel better, but real change. Check this out. Chapter uh, Isaiah 61, starting in verse 1. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor, to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn and provide for those who grieve in Zion, to bestow on them a crown of beauty instead of ashes, the oil of joy instead of mourning, and a garment of praise instead of a spirit of despair. They will be called oaks of righteousness, a planting of the Lord for the display of his splendor. Do you get it, friend? He wants to give you beauty for your ashes. He wants to change your clothes. He wants to change your spirit, take away the despair and give you praise. Instead, he wants to take you from being a a tumbleweed that's being blown along in life and and turn you into an oak of righteousness that that, that is able to withstand the storms and the wind. He wants to give you beauty instead of ashes and joy instead of mourning. He wants to change the water of your life into wine. I don't want my patients to just manage it anymore. I want them to let me fix it. How much more do you think then that your God who died for you wants you to let him change you? Let him fix it. Let him give you beauty for ashes. Let him change your life like water into wine, my friend, and let him start today. Water into wine. Help me sing. Water into wine. Water into wine. It changed my life. Like water in. 
Hey, thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the show so you automatically get every episode. And if you like the show, you'll love my weekly letter. Check out my writing at drleewarren.substack.com, drleewarren.substack.com. Get the free newsletter every week for my best prescriptions for becoming healthier, feeling better, and being happier through the power of faith and neuroscience smashing together via self-brain surgery, drleewarren.substack.com. And if you need prayer, go to the prayer wall at wleewarrenmd.com slash prayer. The theme music for the show is Make Us One by Tommy Walker, graciously provided for free by the great folks over at tommywalkerministries.org. Check it out and consider supporting them, tommywalkerministries.org. Remember, you can't change your life until you change your mind. And the good news is you can start today. I'm Dr. Lee Warren. I'll talk to you soon. God bless you, friend. Have a great day.